Hey everybody and welcome to this week's edition of This Woman Can. I am your host Janice Sutherland where it's my goal to help ambitious women like you to take action in their careers, become impactful leaders and create more wins in their business and life. And can you believe it? It is the first interview of the year. Even more scary, we're in the last week of January. The first month of the year is almost gone. Well, my guest this week is Carla Williams-Johnson of Carly Communications, who, as an entrepreneur in the PR space, has made it her mission to get both her and her business noticed. But like all of us has battled with perfectionism and the dreaded imposter syndrome. But whether in a corporate nine to five or in the world of entrepreneurship, and as you've heard with the numerous times women I've interviewed previously, that feeling that we sometimes lack confidence can hit us all. But the fabulous news is, and there is some great news, is that I have something that will help you overcome those feelings of self-doubt, move your the career needle forward. So make sure you listen till the end of the interview to find out what. Hey everybody and welcome to this week's edition of This Woman Can and I am delighted you can join us from wherever you are in the world. Now my guest this week, if I say to you Carnival, can you guess where she comes from? Yes, if you guessed Trinidad, you'd be right. My guest is Carla Williams-Johnson, media marketing specialist from Trinidad and Tobago. She founded Carla Communications, which, uh, which offers advertising and marketing advice to entrepreneurs and business owners who are interested in building a business in the real world. And she has been asked to share her knowledge with numerous publications, Forbes, Huffington Post, BuzzFeed, Thrive Global, to name but a few. And not only that, she's been named one of the marketers to follow for 2020, as well as recently been awarded the Best Promotions Company, West Indies, at this year's Media Innovator Awards compiled by Corporate Vision Magazine out of the UK. So, Carla, welcome to This Woman Can, and thank you so much for joining us. Thank you so much for having me. I'm happy that you spoke about Carnival because I am a Carnival baby. I love it. I love it, love it, love it. <laughs> so how did you cope with it? Was it cancelled this year or was it next year? It's cancelled next year. Please don't bring it up. It's a little bit of a sore point for me right now. <laughs> little, little <bit. laughs> so Carla, tell us a little bit about your journey and how you got to where you are today. Oh my God, it was a rough journey, but an enjoyable journey as well, because we have to be able to appreciate all the things that we learned along the way. And what happened with me is I was working for all these advertising agencies, working on all these big brands. And the one thing that I noticed is that there were a lot of business owners and entrepreneurs out there who needed that advice. They needed that help. And you would see all these coaches, sales reps, consultants, advising them on things that really didn't suit them or did give them the best returns, right? It was more for these people to make money rather than helping the client out. And I was like, no, mm -mm, that's not cool. You know, we're working so hard. We're doing what we need to do. These these people are spending their hard-earned money for us to tell them what is the best thing to do. And I was like, communications needed to happen you know it was a seed that was a seed that was planted and ever since then that has been my journey really helping business owners and entrepreneurs understand what is best for them based on their budget based on their target based on the climate that we're in right now based on the market because marketing is not a one-size-fits-all it is everything is different for everyone 
And I firmly believe, even if it is that I can't help you, I would love to just direct you to the person that can. Fabulous, fabulous. So what motivated you to follow this as a career, follow marketing as a career? I've always had a passion for marketing and advertising. I've always been weird like that. I remember when I was much, much younger, I would run to the TV when commercials came on. I like to watch commercials. <laughs> I love to see creative executions. I love to buy magazines just to see how the ads were done. Yeah. And I just, I just love how people could just be inspired or motivated just from some pieces of copy or just from a... Uh, an image you know I just I love that and I love the the way that people feel because really when it comes to marketing and advertising it's not really you know they're not buying the product they're buying the brand they're buying emotions and you have to make them feel that way and I've always really loved that I've always really admired how the big companies do it and that's why I'm like you know smaller business owners we need to kind of get on board and understand like this is how you need to market your business yeah right I hear that I hear that so you moved from corporate to entrepreneurship so what have you describe one of the biggest challenges that you faced um, throughout your career and how you overcame it and the lessons learned I think one of my biggest challenges was trusting myself, trusting my gut, trusting my own knowledge, trusting that I knew what I was doing. Somehow when you're in corporate, you can quote unquote hide behind the big name. But when you're on your own, you have to like, okay, I have to prove myself and I have to show these people that I can do what I have to do. And people smell that, right? They smell (laughs) when you're trying prove yourself and they take advantage of that because you know she's good but she don't know she's good so let's see how much we can get out of her and I had to learn to trust myself I had to learn that I didn't need to prove myself that I'm actually very good at what I did I'm very good at helping people and people know that too I don't I don't need to prove myself to them so I mean it's still kind of a work in progress I mean it's like a daily struggle every day you know but I'm getting better Excellent. So, and you're right, half the battle is identifying the fact that you know it's there. So when you feel that coming or you think you're second guessing yourself or you're questioning your guts, what sort of, how do you, how do you overcome it and say, shut up guts, I'm going to do this? That's literally what I do. (laughs) (laughs) I feel it. You see, the thing is, when you know it's coming on, your body tells you, yeah. right? For me, I would start to get my stomach ache. I will start to get headaches. I feel it when I'm coming on. And if I ignore it too long, I get physically ill. So I've learned to identify it when it's coming on. And I say, you know what? This doesn't make any sense. You just need to do it. This is what you need to do. You're a marketer. You yeah. understand the market. You understand how to promote yourself. Yeah. You just need to hit that send button or make that call. You just, you just have to do it. And the good thing about it is in doing it, it not only builds my confidence, it reinforces that I know what it is that I'm doing because good things happen when I do it. I have never, I have never gone with my gut and regretted it. Never. Right. Never. Right. I love to hear, I love to hear that. Now, one of the things um, I've been discussing uh, with a few women over the past couple of weeks is all about the, the positive impact of failure. 
and mm. it sounds like a bit of a, it sounds like a bit of an anti a, oxymoron we say well how can failure be positive but it can so exactly. can you can you um describe or share an example or a time when positive made a failure made a positive difference in your life <laughs> i think it's it's in my very nature to keep trying different things as a marketer you know you put something out there it didn't really work the way you wanted to work and we do what we call a post-mortem and we try to figure out okay what we did wrong and how to fix it so i understand that in failure you learn the lesson and failure really only happens if you stop trying as far as i see like that's ultimate failure when you stop trying yeah. but as long as you learn the lesson and you move forward from it you know that's where failure can become um a stepping stone for great for greater things yeah. so for me i try not to use the word fail or failure it just has this negative <laughs> this negative thing to it i try not to use it too much but I do recognize when things don't work the way I would have liked it to work. And I mean, let's use COVID. <laughs> COVID yeah. is a huge example. We all had plans, right? We all had huge plans for yes. 2020. I had huge plans for 2020. And then COVID hit us in March of this year and completely changed my business around. And I had to completely pivot. And I said to myself, you know what? What I put out there, it's not working let me try and i just went full head on into brand awareness into pr into publicity and i have been featured almost everywhere in the last couple of months almost everywhere no joke i've been to india australia china i've been across the caribbean virtually of course yes and yes. that was because Corona taught me that okay what you put out there it's not working you need to try something else i learned the lesson and I've moved forward and I've, I'm reaping the rewards of it. Fabulous, fabulous. Really good example, really good example. So if you, Carla, Carla, if you had to start out from scratch, knowing what you know now, what would you do differently? I wouldn't wait. I would not wait. I would just do it. I am a little bit of a procrastinator. Um, I, you know, overthink things. I think most people do. I overthink things and I waited way too long to make certain moves. And that's not just make moves, certain moves in business, but also to distance myself from certain people who were negative or weren't, yeah. you know, didn't belong on my journey. Let, let's put it that way. Yeah. And I took too long to do certain things. And if I could do it over, once I recognize that something is out of alignment or it's not suited for me, then, you know, just move away. Yeah, yeah, that's excellent, excellent. And and all those things you'd say sometimes can actually be signs of maybe, you know, lack of confidence in certain areas or we have this imposter syndrome. And the fact mm -hmm. is we have to keep fighting every day. We yeah. recognize it for what it is and utilize the tools we learn to actually overcome the, uh, overcome them. So how do you navigate confidence issues? Oh, that is a good question. One of the things I, I tend to do is I've, I've actually taken up meditating every single day. Every day without fail, I meditate because that really kind of calms me down, helps me get a little clear on what it is that I have to do. Um, Another thing is that I know this is going to sound crazy. I talk to myself a lot okay. <laughs> out loud in front of the mirror and be like, Carla, you could do this. 
Carla, it's not that big a deal. Carla, whatever I have to do. And also I lean on my people. I have some really great colleagues that I came up with that are doing really, really great in in their respective industries that understand exactly what I'm going through because they're going through the same thing. And I would lean on them. I don't care if it's like early in the morning, late in the night, we call each other. And, you know, we give each other that pep talk and that motivation to keep going and to move on. Yeah, yeah. And that's all about affirmations. I mean, you know, you say you talk to yourself, but actually that's just, yeah. that is a sign of, that is part of the using positive affirmations, you know, talking to yourself and looking at yourself and visualizing where you want to go, what you need to be. Um, so yeah, you're not crazy. <laughs> You're not, you're not crazy. You're not crazy. You're not crazy. So Carly, you were in the, you were in the corporate world and there are lots of women still in the corporate world and maybe some even embarking entrepreneurship. But let me start with one question here is from a corporate perspective is what are some strategies you think that can help women achieve more prominence in their role at work? I think I think I have to think about this a little bit, but I think what happens with women is we have been taught to act a certain way. This whole be seen, um, but not heard thing that we grew up with, you know, and, you know, women are afraid to speak up. They're afraid to speak their minds because people are not going to take them seriously or people are going to bypass them or they don't want to come across as the angry black woman or, or, whatever these these negative things that these men don't really have to deal with and i think these are not this these things are not real right because when as as the saying goes silence is consent so if you don't say anything you are allowing people to bypass you you're not allowing your voice to be heard and sometimes you might have some really great ideas some really fabulous ideas or you may be on to something yeah and you just need to speak up so people can hear you and even if they don't take you on or they don't take you seriously then chances are once you're 100 percent correct which you are people will they will listen later on yeah. right I, I was watching a, a show the other day and and a, a woman well she was in the states obviously but she was having that same problem she was on to something really big and people ignored her because she was a woman yeah. and within a week everything she said came true and they, they had to give her her props right but she she couldn't afford to stay quiet even if they didn't listen to her then she could not afford to stay quiet so, so you mentioned the be and any so like i said it's a bit of a dichotomy there because you mentioned the be taught to be seen or not heard but yes we also need to speak up so what's maybe one tip you could share for a woman who's look who's saying look i know i need to speak up but i don't really know how to how to start, how to do that. So what's one tip or one piece of advice you could share with a woman to get her to speak up in the next meeting or something next time? <laughs> I say if if you are afraid of speaking up, if you are, if that, if if you have been drilled that you must be seen and unheard and you know that is not true, mm-hmm. practice talking to yourself in the mirror. Practice what it is that you're going to say yes. so that if anyone comes to you with anything else or because they will right or they will they will say something to try to throw you off your game you'll be able to know how to answer them and then you have the confidence to answer them as well yeah. so practice 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 be like me in front of the mirror <laughs> <laughs> or practice with a friend practice with a friend yeah. but really you know you know get into the habit of of talking of speaking up and saying what you mean and saying what's on your mind 
that's a really good piece of advice. It's because once you practice it, often it's a case of we don't speak up because we don't know what to say. But if you've practiced it beforehand, then you yeah. Prepared. You're prepared. You're prepared, You're to prepared do for anything. You do that. You're prepared to do that. Thanks for that. So, Colin, what do you think holds women back from going for their goals then? I know what holds me back. Okay. Share. <laughs> do share. Do share. You, you really should walk down that line. I know. <laughs> for me, I think what holds most women back is fear. Okay. Fear of missing out, imposter syndrome, analysis paralysis. Like, it's just fear. Everything is in the, the whole spectrum of fear. Yeah. Me personally, I can tell you, I can identify it. It's imposter syndrome. I am I am seriously wounded where that is concerned and I'm working on it. But I've seen women, you know, they want everything to be perfect. Yes. That is fear, right? A lot of people, they say, um, well, I, 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 I I have to get this right or I have to get that right. So they're stuck in strategy. That's analysis yeah. paralysis. They want to yeah. figure everything out. But it all comes from what will people say? What will people think if I put this out there? What will people think of me? Right? What if I don't make it? But what if I actually do make it? What am I going to yes. do then? So all of these different things, I think, keep women back. Yeah. And I am here to say don't. <laughs> don't let it keep you back because you'll be so upset with yourself. Yeah. I mean, you could you you look at yourself and you look at other people and you be like, I could be that person if I could just get my get out of my own way and just do what I need to do. Fabulous, and it, you're so right because what I often tell people, tell women, I mean, when you're busy overanalyzing, doing searching for perfection because perfection is subjective, so you're never going to know what perfection actually is. Mm-hmm. When you're spending all your time doing that, your colleague, your friend, your competitor. Has already said done. Get by, girl. I've got. I'm going to do that and moved on. And they're ahead of you. So, like you say, you're on the outside now, watching them, thinking, "Well, I could have done that." Yes, you could. Do it. You know, Just the goal is to do it. They did it, so you, so you, so you can too. So, yeah, yeah. a really good piece of advice there. Really good piece of advice. So, Carla, share with us a success quote or mantra. Apart from Carla, I am fantastic in the mirror, and um, yeah. that you, you. <laughs> And why it's meaningful to you? My absolute favorite quote that has gotten me through every single thing that I've been through is from Maya Angelou. And she said, I did then what I knew how to do. And now I know better. I do better. And that is the gospel truth as far as I'm concerned. Because you know what you know. And you work within that of doing things but as you do things you learn things you learn what not to do you know who not to speak to you know what what avenue not to go down and you also know what you should be doing now right and now that you have all of this information and knowledge now you can do better you can make the next step and one thing I realized with people is they tend to beat themselves up oh I should have known this and I should have known that no you should not have right if you've now gone through it for the first time you really should not have but you know it now right we know now so let's move forward and when covid after we had our initial lockdown and and things were lifted here in trinidad that's one of the things i kept preaching to people we didn't know what was going to happen back in may back in march sorry we didn't know things were very new i understand all the anxiety but now we kind of have an idea of what's going to happen we know what we need Mm. to do 
let's just work within the spectrum of things to make things better. Exactly. We can't be in the same place that we will because now yeah. we have more knowledge. Yeah, yeah. Or waiting for it to go back to normal because yeah, which it, is not gonna. It's never gonna happen. <laughs> never gonna happen. Things are never too gonna much change. Too much. Too much has changed. Yeah. So yeah, that's really good. So, what advice would you give to your teenage self? What? You know what? And <laughs> <laughs> you're gonna laugh at me, right? I would have told my teenage self, don't ever stop being active. Because let me tell you, to get up in the morning to do anything, <laughs> oh my God, I should have never stopped dancing. I should have never stopped walking. I should have never stopped exercising. Oh, I miss those days. Those it's never days. too late. It's never too late. Uh, okay. Trust me, I'm an, I'm a, I'm a, I'm an avid cyclist and I know I'm... I'm a more advanced in years than you are. Um, so, you know, I'm an avid cyclist, avid walker. You have to find what works, but you have to find what works. Yeah, yeah. I used to dance, um, well, professionally, as yeah. well as, you know, I, I loved it. I loved the whole movement and everything. And I don't know what happened. Life just happened. And I just stopped. And I just, it's, it's so hard to start back. Once you start, I realize once you start, uh, once you stop being active, or yeah. you stop learning, like going back to school and stuff, when you want to start back, those are the two things that are the hardest, I find. Like, that's very difficult. But if I had to go back to, you know, a 16-year-old car, I'd be like, your, your, your future will thank you. Keep dancing. Fabulous. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so, Carla, um, if you could choose your own mentor, who would it be and why? That is a very good question. I would choose. I'm kind of in love with Michelle Obama. Okay. I kind of love her. Yeah. Yeah. yeah I kind of love how, you know, she stepped out on her own, even though she was um, the first lady. You know, she did a lot. She spoke up. She helped a lot of people of color just by her very existence mm -hmm. and the different things that she tried to do for the youths and stuff like that and I wish I actually wish one day I could actually meet her I don't know how possible that would be especially now okay. yeah I would love to meet her I really think she is a phenomenal lady and she she had to deal with so much negativity just because of the color of her yeah. skin yeah. and I feel that I feel because sometimes I feel a certain way because of the color of my skin which is bad mm. but she made it okay to love the person you are and she had what would what some people call the highest position mm. um that at the time and yeah. she didn't let it affect her she didn't let it affect her she just did what she had to do absolutely absolutely yeah. absolutely so yes so thank you for that so we're coming down to our last few questions sure. but what are the three things, Carla, that you've learned about yourself during your career? I've learned that not everyone that starts the journey with you mm. is going to remain on the journey with you. Okay. Um, I learned that the hard way, but it's true. Yeah. I also learned that you never stop learning. There's always going to be something that's going to test your knowledge and experience. And you have to 
prepare as much as possible in terms of reading up about it, asking questions about it, researching it, you know, so that you can make the best possible decision. Right. And three, I work better when I am not super stressed. <laughs> and strange enough, the things that de-stress me are meditation and sleep. So, yeah, but I, I try to meditate more because, like, when I'm super stressed, I sleep for, like, hours and hours and hours. I was like, that's not productive, Carla. <laughs> so I would meditate for maybe about an hour, and it re-energizes me. And I say, okay, now I'm my mind is clear. I can work. Excellent, excellent. And where would we find you on a Saturday morning at 10 a.m.? In my bed, sleeping, I swear. Oh, yeah, <laughs> sleep, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that's my that's my sleep day people that's my sleep day just to get out of my bed on a Saturday morning is very difficult I don't know how I do it I have two children I don't know how I do it luckily for me my two kids my daughter is turning 20 in a little bit in a little bit next month or so and my son is two right. so wow, you know, wow. I, that's a that's a gap that's a whole lot of conversation right? yeah. <laughs> so, just when you so want to free <laughs> yeah listen Sometimes we plan and God has like totally different plans for us and I just go with the flow. But when my son gets up, I'm like, you know what, somebody take him. My daughter might take him into her room to play or whatever because I need to sleep. I need to sleep because I love it. I love sleep. (laughs) Fantastic. So Carla, what does success feel like to you? This is going to sound really corny, but I love to see when other people succeed. I really do. It it makes me feel good when my clients get this aha moment or they start to make money or they see themselves published in in a a magazine or an online forum. Like, I love that. That makes me feel good. And the more people I help is the more successful I feel I am. Because right. I believe everyone here is on this earth to share their gifts, their knowledge, their experience, their talents to help other people do better. Excellent, excellent. So that was my last question. <laughs> so, which was great. So we're great answers, great answers. But if people, well, penultimate, if people would like to connect with you or like and learn more about what you do, how can they connect with you and get find out? Well, I'm always on social media, so you can check me out on Facebook, Instagram, or LinkedIn at Carly Communications, C-A-R-L-I Communications. Um, you can also check me on my website at www.carlymedia.com. I'm actually also offering free consultations, especially now during COVID, to help people with their strategic marketing and and um, advertising and promotion. So you can feel free when you head to my website to click on the chat with Carly icon and book your free consultation. Fantastic. Fantastic. <laughs> so you heard that? Free consultations with Carly. Award-winning yeah. Carly communication. <laughs> Carly, thank Carla. Sorry, thank you so much. Bye. Thank you so much for your time today. It was a delight interviewing you. Yes, thank you for having me. And it's fine if you call me Carly. Everyone does. Thank you. <laughs> thank you. It's fine. Well, I'm sure you'll agree that that was a great interview and a fabulous way to kick off the year from comes to interviews. And I really hope you gained some valuable tips from there because I especially like the advice Carla shared about speaking up for ourselves, something we don't do enough and 
often enough. And it's advice like that and seeing that so many women face similar challenges throughout their careers that motivated me to publish my latest ebook, 13 Ways to Build Unstoppable Career Confidence. In it, you can find solutions that will help you to increase your confidence, obviously, actionable solutions to navigating scenarios, such as building the courage to be seen as a leader in your business, advocate for yourself, and much, much more. And bonus, it costs less than $6. So head over to www.janisutherland.com to purchase your copy and tell me how it helps you because I know we all could use a little support every now and then. So remember, if I can, you can, this woman can. Until next time, take care. (music) 